In this episode, I give you some advice on how to be more productive day to day. You can go ahead and cross it off the to-do list because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Big change. Big change. Big change. Big Today's song is Euphorica by Shadex, and I chose it because honestly, it's super unique. I'm a big electronic music listener, and this song has a really interesting mix of electronic loops, drum loops, and real live instruments. Check it out, and let's get into the show. another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and we've talked in the past on this show about productivity. Actually, those episodes have been some of the most listened to episodes, so thank you for that. Well, in today's episode, I want to share a little bit of my own experience with productivity. And I'll be honest, I can be extremely productive. More often than not, though, I am an absolute mess. In fact, I lose entire days every now and then just binge watching anime or house of cards. It's just the way my personality is. If I'm in work mode, I'm all in 100%. But if I'm in a relaxation mode, I'm all in 100%. This by itself is fine, but it becomes a problem when I'm all in 100% on relaxation, but I need to be working. That's not okay. And this wasn't as big a problem when I was working a nine to five job because I knew I could always count on my paycheck every single week. But now that I've gone solo, now that I'm in charge of how much I get paid, it's got to be fixed. So there are three main things I started focusing my time on in order to fix it. And they've worked wonders for me so far. So for this episode, I'm going to share those things with you along with a little bit of additional research that I did. Okay, ready? Number one. Pick a day and avoid all meetings as much as possible. Okay, so this one isn't always possible, regardless of whether you run your own business or work nine to five. Unfortunately, sometimes it's unavoidable and you have to have a meeting. But one main thing I started doing for myself is that I don't take clients, calls, interviews, or in-person meetings on Mondays. You see, for me, I'm really big on starting strong. I eat the same breakfast every morning because I believe it helps me make healthier decisions throughout the day. And it's no different with this. For a while, I took meetings and calls on Mondays. Want to know what happened? I'd be overwhelmed, stressed out, and ultimately I'd waste more time as the week went on. Then one day I decided not to do that anymore. I completely shut off on Mondays and stopped doing anything that wasn't purely focused around actual work. So no emails about work, no phone calls about work, no meetings about work, just the actual work. And what happened afterwards was nothing short of magical because I started my week stronger and Mondays became my most productive days. So I automatically felt better throughout the rest of the week and I felt as though I had more control over everything that was going on. Now, if you work for yourself and have that decision making power, I highly suggest it. But for those of you who work full time, it may be unavoidable. 
However, you can still make the effort by doing things like only checking email at a certain time and removing as many distractions as you can. Quote, some companies are scheduling no meeting Wednesdays, which means, funnily enough, that no one can hold a meeting on a Wednesday. This gives workers a full day to work on their own tasks without getting sidetracked by other duties or pointless meetings. This can work in your personal life, too. For example, if you need to restrict Facebook access or limit phone calls. End quote. That was an article from lifehack.org. Honestly, just give it a shot in whatever form you're able to implement it in your work life. It may just do wonders for you. Number two, put all of your energy into your crucial results. Quote, crucial results are a list of objectives that absolutely need to be accomplished during your day to move your projects and goals forward. Create a spreadsheet listing your top three crucials for each day. This will help you plan each day and make sure you're maintaining focus on the most important tasks each day, end quote. That was from an article on the Snack Nation website, and it's one of the main things I've started to notice about my day, but have yet to fully apply. Here's what usually happens. I'll make my to-do list for the day, put it all into my calendar, and something will inevitably happen to make it near impossible to finish everything. Before I know it, it's 5 p.m., and I know that I can't finish the remaining 15 things on my list, so I start to reorganize them in order of which is most crucial and which could be pushed to tomorrow. So here's a question for myself. Why didn't I just focus on the crucial tasks to begin with? Maybe you've made this same mistake and it's actually a lot more damaging than just that. You see, what ends up happening is that by the time the day is about to end and I start to place priorities on my tasks, even though I am now spending my energy on the things that are important, well, there's just not that much energy left to spend. So mistakes happen. I tend to rush through it and things just don't get done as well as they should. And this is for my crucial stuff. So, of course, the overall quality of the work I produce starts to go down and that can have an endless amount of adverse effects. So, yeah, don't make the same mistake. Plan your day around your three most crucial tasks. Assume that everything else will be pushed to tomorrow and be brutal about what you focus on. By doing that, you'll unlock a whole new level of productivity. And finally, number three, work from a new location. Work in peace and quiet. In a research study published on the Harvard Business Review, Nicholas Bloom and James Lang found that when they allowed their employees to work from home, it actually improved their productivity. Quote, The results we saw at C-Trip blew me away. C-Trip was thinking that it could save money on space and furniture if people work from home and that the savings would outweigh the productivity hit it would take when employees left the discipline of the office environment. Instead, we found that people working from home completed 13.5% more calls than the staff in the office did, meaning that C-Trip got almost an extra workday a week out of them. They also quit at half the rate of people in the office, way beyond what we anticipated, and predictably, at-home workers reported much higher job satisfaction. End quote. How can you use this in your own life? Maybe you can't work from home, but could you change your location for a brief period of time? Could you maybe work from the empty conference room for two hours? The point isn't really about working from home. It's to avoid the common distractions that occur in an office environment. For me, there are two main places that I work, Starbucks and my living room. 
Oddly enough, I tend to go to Starbucks when I know that I need to be highly productive on a task that I don't necessarily want to do. But the key difference here is that no one is going to walk up and talk to me at Starbucks. People presumably will talk to you at your office or co-working space. So when you know that you need to be productive, try to find some way to get away from them or to communicate that they just should leave you alone for a period of time. These three things are the main concepts I've identified as drivers of my own productivity. And as I've said, I think they have applications regardless of your employment status. But the core of it is to assume that you are not naturally capable of being productive due to all the many forces acting against you. And to plan for that reality by controlling your focus, controlling your environment and controlling your time to the best of your ability. That's it for episode 63. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to subscribe. If you'd like to sign up for the newsletter where I'll send you tips and tricks you can use to improve various aspects of your life, such as fitness, nutrition, finances, career, and relationships, all you have to do is text the word TINY to 38470 right now and get yourself signed up. And also, I just want to remind you guys that tomorrow is going to be the very first ever uh, guest interview. We had a guest back in episode three with Pierrette, and she was phenomenal. However, this is the first sort of interview format episode that's going to be on this show. So I encourage you to tune in as I sit down with Jeremy Slate from the Create Your Own Life podcast and really dive into some of the motivations that went into starting the show and and building the things that he's trying to build. So tune in tomorrow to hear the first part of that interview. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.